0: Love, talk, radio.
1: Welcome to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, broadcasting live from the NYC. For the next hour, I'm going to give you the latest entertainment news on Cindy Williams, Dr. Phil, Carrie Washington, Fat Joe, Smokey Robinson, and a whole lot more. So don't go anywhere. I'll be right back after these messages.
2: Hey Dad, your prescription will be ready in just a minute. So my uncle calls and he says he's dizzy and he's losing his balance. So I'm like, Uncle, you want me to take you to a doctor? He's like, no, I'm going to look up the symptoms. I said, your symptoms are you're dizzy and you're losing your balance. So he said, I can't get on the internet because my arm is numb. I said, well, use your good arm and dial 911. Strokes no joke. Dial 911. Time lost is brain lost. Seriously, dial 911.
0: Visit StrokesNoJoke.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. For those fortunate enough to help the person who has always been their hero, find the care guides you need to help at AARP.org slash caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council.
1: You are just tuning in you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, where every week I bring you the latest and entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know what's going on in the world of entertainment, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page. That way you get a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if you want to make a comment about any today's stories, give me a call. Tell me what you think. The call-in number is 347-637-2656 and press the number 1. That's 347-637-2656 and press the number 1. Also, like us on Facebook. Go to www.facebook.com com slash That's entertainment dot radio. Follow us on Twitter at That's entertain one. That's T H A T S entertain and the number one. You can also follow me on Twitter at stiletto fourteen. Stiletto like the shoe. S T I L E T T O and the number fourteen. You also follow me on Instagram at t jones That's T J O N E S G I B B S. Right now, the current temperature in the NY is a sunny and very cold thirty seven degrees. Before I get started with the show today I'd like to give a shout out to all my listeners out there thank you for once again for joining and hanging out with me on this Wednesday afternoon so how has everyone been? It is February and you know what that means it is Black History Month so uh, for the past two years now I decided to do something new in honor of Black History Month so to let you know of all my listeners out there who never knew how much uh, African Americans have contributed to to society and to the world. So about 15 minutes after the hour, I'm going to give you another uh, black history moment. But first... Uh, how is everyone doing? Um, also, the thing about February, it's almost time for my annual Valentine's Day show. I can't wait. Every year I do a music show where I uh, showcase uh, some of my favorite uh Artists from the R&B genre. We do. I do slow jam and, and love songs, and uh, it's. Just, I just love that time of the year where we celebrate lovers' holiday. I'll keep you posted on when that show will be. Uh, usually, I do a show right before the actual Valentine's Day because I also celebrate Valentine's Day with my special someone. So, so make sure you tune in for that. So. Lots to talk about this week. We're going to be talking about the legendary actress, best known for her portrayal of the character Shirley Feeney on the sitcom Laverne and Shirley. We're talking about Miss Cindy Williams. She has passed away at the age of 75. Uh, Such... um, the the show Laverne and Shirley was such a hit. Uh, it, you, it 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 the whole idea of the the spinoff for Laverne and Shirley came from the popular uh, sitcom Happy Days. So we're going to be remembering uh, Miss Sidney Williams, the legendary actress. Uh, also this week, uh, Doctor Phil is ending his show after twenty one seasons. That's right, the psych- psychologist-turned-TV star Phil McGraw has confirmed that his popular daytime talk show will wrap up in the spring after the 2022-23 season. Also this week, Carrie Washington is ready to tell her story. And what I mean by that, she has written a new book, which will be released in the fall. It's like a memoir, and it will give readers an intimate view into both Carrie's public and private world. And also, uh, Fat Joe, he wants fans to focus on the music while at his concert. And also, uh, after nearly a decade, Smokey robinson that's right, the uh, the king of Motown, will release some new music in the near future. So everybody's excited about that. And uh, also we got the latest on Alec Baldwin and the Russ Armorer, uh, Hannah Gutierrez reed well, they've been charged with two counts of involuntary manslaughter, so it's not looking good for either one of them. And we're also going to be talking about, since we were talking about someone that we lost, like Cindy Williams, we also lost a couple more celebrities. Uh, Barrett Strong, who uh, was an influential, uh, successful artist from Motown, speaking of Motown, he was one of the... Singer and songwriters. He uh, he did the R&B anthem, um, and Barry Gordy founded the label that would become Motown the year later. So he helped. uh, He was an influential uh, player in the Motown uh, sound, and also uh, Lisa Loring, the actress who originally played Wednesday Adams on the original 1960 TV adaptation of the Adam family she has passed and uh, actor Kevin O'Neill so we got a lot of ground to cover so let's get started um Cindy Williams, the legendary actress best known for her portrayal of the character Shirley Feeney on the sitcom Laverne and Shirley, has died. She was 75. Uh, Williams' children, Zach and Emily Hudson, released a statement to people through their family spokeswoman, uh, Liza Kranis, on Monday, stating that their mother died peacefully last Wednesday following a brief illness. Williams was best known for her role on Laverne and Shirley, which ran from 1976 to 1983 and was one of ABC's most popular sitcoms at the time. The series was born out of the episode of Happy Days in 1975, in which Williams portrayed Shirley and Penny Marshall play Laverne uh, DeFazio. Their characters were so popular that ABC hired the two for their on-spin-off show, which debuted on the air the following year. The show focused on Laverne and Shirley, two roommates that struggled to make ends meet while trying to find Mr. Wright. Uh, the pair were one of the best-known duels on television, but the co-stars also formed a close bond that extended beyond the cameras, and they often spoke about their special connection. Marshall even spoke so highly of Williams as to place her as the most talented one in their famed collaboration. Marshall uh, preceded Williams in death, having died in December of 2018, also at the age of 75. And beside Laverne and Shirley, Williams also was well known for her first her film roles, as such as uh, George Lucas' 1973 American American Graffiti, and Francis Ford Coppola's The Conversation from 1974. And following her tenure there, her first TV role included stints on period sitcoms like Room 222, Nanny and the Professor, and Love, American Style, and later in her career, she would notch up guest appearances in Law and Order, SVU, 7th Heaven, and 8 Simple Rules. Williams also lit up the stage with theater credits including Death Trap, Nonsense, Grease, Menopause, The Musical, Middletown, The Female Odd Couple, and a Broadway turn on The drowsy Chaperone. She has also spearheaded a one-woman show, Me, Myself, and Shirley, and wrote a book, Shirley, I Jess, A A Story Life. Yes, we're going to miss Cindy Williams. May she rest in peace. Uh, Dr. Phil is uh, getting ready to end after 21 seasons. Psychi- uh, c- Psychologist-turned-TV star Phil McGraw has confirmed his popular daytime talk show will wrap up in the spring after its current 2022-23 season. The 72-year-old said in a statement, quote, I have been blessed with over 25 years in daytime television. With this show, we have helped thousands of guests and millions of viewers through everything from addiction and marriage to mental wellness, and raising children. This has been an incredible chapter of my life and career, but while I'm moving on from daytime, there is so much more I wish to do," Unquote. Now, Phil and the show production company CBS Media Ventures are working on a strategic primetime partnership, details of which will emerge soon. Last year, Phil thanked Oprah Winfrey for changing his life. The star met the legendary talk show host when she hired his legal consultant firm CSI to prepare her for the Amarillo-Texas beef trial in 1995, and she was so impressed with him as an individual that she convinced him to appear on the Oprah Winfrey show as a relationship expert before helping him create his own show in September of 2002. So we got to thank Oprah for putting Dr. Phil in our lives. <laughs> um, Kerry Washington is ready to tell her story. The actor, director, producer, and activist has written a new book called Thicker Than Water, which will be released on September 26th. this is exclusively confirmed by people. Now, according to a press release, Washington memoir will give readers an intimate view into both her public and private worlds as an, uh, as an artist, an advocate, an entrepreneur, a mother, a daughter, a wife, a black woman. Now, reflecting on her life, the scandal star will reveal for the first time how she faced a series of challenges and setbacks, effectively hid childhood traumas, met extraordinary mentors, managed to grow her career, and crossed the threshold into stardom and political advocacy, ultimately discovering her truest self and with it a deeper sense of belonging. Now, Washington Book will be published in hardcover and released by Little Brown Spark, an imprint of Little Brown and Company. The actress will next star in the comedy series Unprisoned, set the stream on Hulu. And uh, Fat Joe wants fans to focus on the music while at his concert. In a social media rant, the New York rapper criticized fans for using their phones to record videos at concerts and urged them to just live in the moment. Uh, This is what he said. He said, quote, we live live one life. If you go to a show and you pull your camera out and you're recording, you're not really in the moment. Joe, during it, uh, this is what he said at Instagram Live on Saturday, July. I'm sorry, January 28th. Uh, he said, "You're recording what's going on. You're not enjoying it." Unquote. Now, using a self, using cell phones at concerts didn't only concern Joe. Last year, little. Lucy Vert took a fan's phone and hurled it into the air while performing at Wireless Festival in London's Crystal Palace Park. And Steve Lacey, meanwhile, smashed a fan's camera at a recent concert in New Orleans. So not just his concert. He's talking about just concerts in general. You know, when you come to the concert, you, you you know, just enjoy the experience. Now, a lot of people came, uh, kind of put Joe on, on the uh, – kind of came – it's kind of say to, well, in other words, they kind of felt that, well, Joe, um, if we don't record the concert, we don't have any memory. You know, the, the reason why we record the concerts is to have something, a, a memory, a, a, you know, an experience so that that will live with us for a lifetime. So it's kind of go both ways, you know. I, you know, I just went to a concert. Uh, a, like in the fall, actually, I went to see Daryl Hall and John Oates at Mohican Sun in Connecticut at their casino up there. And uh, I was doing the same thing. I was recording and I was watching. I was recording and watching because, you know, you don't want to miss the, the, the your favorite song that's coming up. And at the same time, while they're singing your favorite song, at least you have a memory of it. And you can say, oh, yeah, I went to the Hall and Oates concert on such and such day, and they sang all my favorites, especially my one favorite. So um, it it goes both ways, i got to say. It goes both ways. Um, uh, They said that uh, after nearly a decade, uh, Smokey Robinson will release a new album in the near future. The King of Motown 9-track LP titled Gazism, Uh, It's slated for release on April 28. Its lead single, If We Don't Have Each Other, just dropped uh, last Friday, January 27. Gazism will um, feature new songs produced and written by the second that emotion crooner himself. The official track list exudes lust with songs titled You Fill Me Up, I Fit In There, and I Want to Know Your Body. His last collaborative album Smokey and Friends landed in 2014 and included musical comrades like Miguel, John Legend, Mary J. Blythe, CeeLo Green, Jesse J., and Vettisi. Ahead of uh, Robertson New Music, he will be honored alongside uh, Motown founder Barry Gordy at the Music Care Persons of the Year Benefit Gala on February 3rd. Layla Hathaway, the Isley Brothers, John Legend, P.J. Morton, and Dionne Warwick are among those set to perform during the ceremony. Right now, we got 15 minutes after the hour. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host Tammy Jones Gibbs, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know what's going on in the world of entertainment, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page. That way. It will send you a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if you like the show, and you want to know more about the show, make sure you uh, face uh, follow us, like us on Facebook at facebook dot com slash entertainment dot radio. Follow us on Twitter at thatsentertain one. That's T H A T S entertain and the number one. You can follow us on Twitter at thats entertain. I'm sorry, yeah, I just said that's one. You can also follow me on Twitter at stiletto fourteen. S-T-I-L-E-T-T-O the number 14. You can also follow me on Instagram at T Jones Gibbs. That's T-J-O-N-E-S G-I-B-B-S Since this is the beginning of February for the past two years I've been doing a Black History Month segment where I give you guys a uh, I try to school you on uh, African Americans who contribute to our world our society, and, and because it was never taught in school and, 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 and this whole debate about critical race theory, I think it's important that we know about what African Americans have contributed to this country, what they have done, what they have created, and I think the world needs to know this. I really do because there's so much negativity about African Americans that they don't know the positive side of our culture and our world. So the first uh, African American black history uh, uh, we're going to have is Bessie Coleman. Uh, She was born Elizabeth Coleman in uh, January 26th of 1892 in Atlanta, Texas. Uh, She was an American aviator, and she was a star of early aviation exhibitions and air shows. She was one of 13 children. She grew up in uh, Waxahachie, Texas, where her mathematical aptitude freed her from working in the cotton fields. She attended college in Langston, Oklahoma, briefly, before moving to Chicago, where she worked as a manicurist and a restaurant manager, and she became interested interested in the then-new profession of aviation. Now, discrimination uh, kind of tried to put a monkey wrench in her attempt to enter aviation school in the United States, but she wasn't phased by that. Undaunted, she learned French, and in 1920 was accepted at the Cadron Brothers School of Aviation in Le Croteau, Le Croteau France. Now, black philanthropist Robert Abbott, founder of the Chicago Defender, and Jesse Benga, a banker, assisted with her tuition. And on June 15, 1921, she became the first American woman to obtain an international pilot license from the Federation uh, Aronique International. And in further training in France, she specialized in stunt flying and parachuting. Her expos were captured on the newsreel film. Now, she returned to the United States where racial and gender biases precluded her becoming a commercial pilot, stunt flying, or barnstorming was her only career option. Now, she staged the first public flight by an African-American woman in America on Labor Day on September 3, 1922, and she became a popular flyer at aerial shows, though she refused to perform before segregated audiences in the South. Speaking at schools and churches, she encouraged black interest in aviation, and she also raised money to found a school to train black aviators. And before she could fund her school, found her school, however, during a rehearsal for an aerial show, the plane carrying Coleman spun out of control, catapulting her 2,000 feet to her death. So we're going to honor. Uh, Miss uh, Bessie Coleman. Um, you know, when I was taught in school, we we learned about Amelia Earhart, thinking that she was the first woman to become a pilot and to fly a plane, but not really. It was Bessie Coleman. So I want you guys to remember her name, Bessie Coleman. She was the first woman to have a pilot license, and she was the first American woman to fly in, uh, over uh, international um, to to hold a pilot license um, so that's our black history of uh, segment for today I hope you enjoy it and throughout the month of February we're going to be doing each week we're going to highlight and spotlight a famous African American in, in, in salute of African uh, in and salute to black history month also uh, this week, uh, speaking of uh, African American Month, Black History Month, um, AMC Theaters is offering a temporary fanfare pricing in celebration of Black History Month, during which five dollar tickets will be available for select films at participating theaters. The slate of films includes some of the most popular films released over the past year and starring Black leads. Under the offer, which begins on February 3rd and ends on March 2nd, customers will be able to view critical acclaimed films such as Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, The Woman King, Devotion, and Till. Each film will be available under the Black History Month special for one week at a time with Till running from February 3rd to February 7th, Devotion from February 10th to February 16th, The Woman King from February 17th to February 23rd, and Black Panther, Wakanda Forever rounding out the slate of films for the four-week campaign. Uh, AMC's $5 Black History Month offers part of the company's latest effort to promote diversity in its branding and its film offering through its works with groups like its African American Experience Council. Also coming up, um, we were talking about uh, Alec Baldwin. Well, he and Russ Honorer Hannah Gutierrez-Reed have officially been charged with two counts of involuntary manslaughter in connection to the death of cinematographer uh, Helena Hutchins. Now, on Tuesday, Santa Fe County District Attorney Mary Carmack Altwise formally filed charges against Baldwin and Gutierrez-Reed, including two counts of involuntary manslaughter. A judge will next decide whether to move the case forward after a preliminary hearing. And according to the New York Times, Robert Schilling, a special investigator for the district attorney, wrote in a probable cause statement saying, quote, this reckless deviation from known standards and practice and protocol directly caused the fatal shooting, unquote. Now in New Mexico, involuntary manslaughter is a fourth degree felony punishable by up to 18 months in jail and a $5,000 fine according to a press release. The other involuntary manslaughter in the commission of a lawful act charge is also a fourth degree felony punishable by up to 18 months in jail and up to $5,000 fine since a firearm was involved. This is punishable by a mandatory five years in jail. You now, Hutchins was shot and killed on October 21st, 2021, after a, a prop gun held by Baldwin that turned out to contain live rounds discharged. He has maintained that he did not hold the trigger. The District Attorney and Special Prosecutor uh, Andrea Reeb previously announced on January 19th that Baldwin and Gutierrez Reeb would both face the criminal charges after its investigation. Barrett Strong, whose influential Money, That's What I Want, was the first hit song released by Motown record label, has died. Uh, A cause of death for Strong, who was 81, has not been released. The Mississippi-born Detroit-raised Strong achieved widespread fame as a teenager by singing and playing the piano on Money, an R&B anthem released in 1959. Barry Gordy founded the label that would become Motown a year earlier. Money uh, proved to be a lasting hit. It reached number 23 on the Billboard single chart. and was covered by the Beatles in 1963 and the Rolling Stones in 1964. The song became the center of a legal dispute after Strong, who argued he co-wrote Money, was removed from the writing credits. Lawyers for Gordy blamed Strong original credits on a clerical error. Gordy is credited as a co-writer with Janie Bradford. Much of strong success came as part of a songwriting duo with Norman Whitfield. The songs include Marvin Gaye's I Heard Through the Grapevine, War, made famous by Edwin Starr, and Papa Was a Rolling Stone, made famous by The Temptations. Barrows is not only a great singer and piano player, but he, but he, along with his writing partner, Norman Whitfield, created an incredible body of work. That's what Gordy had said in the statement. Strong was part of the Songwriters Hall of Fame 2004 class. He released four albums during his career, most recently in 2008. And Lisa Lauren... The actress who played Lindsay Adams in the original 1960 TV adaptation of the Adams family has died. She was 64. Lauren died of uh, complications from a stroke caused by high blood pressure, her daughter Vanessa uh, told The Hollywood Reporter. Four days ago, she suffered a massive stroke brought on by smoking and high blood pressure. Uh, While Loring is best known for her role in The Adam Family, she also starred in Phyllis Diller's short live sitcom The Pruitt of Southampton and made appearances on several hit shows including The Girl from Uncle, Fancy Island, and Barnaby Jones. She also played Cricket Montgomery in a recurring role on As the World Turned from 1980 to 1983. The actress' death comes in the midst of her famous character Wednesday experiencing a resurgence in popularity thanks to Netflix hit show Wednesday. And actor Kevin O'Neill, known for his career in television and film in the early 60s and 70s, has died. He was 77. And according to his nephew, Patrick, Kevin, the youngest brother of Oscar-nominated actor Ryan O'Neill, died Saturday in his sleep. And alongside the tribute, Patrick shared images of his uncle and father together, including a still from the 1972 rom-com film What Up, Doc, in which they were both cast. While Kevin and Ryan would go on to share the screen in other projects, including 1969, The Big Bounce, and 1970, Love Story, his nephew remembered his strong presence on screen. Kevin acting credits date back to 1961, when he first appeared on the small screen. That year, he made guest appearances on episodes of The Deputy, The Danny Thomas Show, and The Donna Reed Show. And although he would later take on film roles in 1969, The Trouble with Girls, and the 1975 musical At Long Last Love, he was the most recognized for his role in the 1964 for television series No Time for, Sur- for Surgeons, and according to the show's synopsis, Kevin portrayed Private Ben Whitledge, the best friend of the show's lead character, Airman, Will Stockdale, played by Sammy Jackson. Kevin is survived by his brother Ryan, his son Garrett, his nephew Patrick and Griffin, and his Oscar-winning niece, Taton O'Neill. Right now, we have here of uh we got here 3:58. Uh, 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 yeah, the time is 3:58 p.m. Uh, coming up in the next half hour, uh, we're going to be talking about. There's going to be a Michael Jackson biopic. I'm going to tell you who's directing it and who is starring in it. Also, it's official. Bad Boy Four. That's right. Franchise star Will Smith and Martin Lawrence shared the news. ...on their respective Instagram, and they said it is about that time. Also, uh, Cardi B has been named a presenter during the 65th Annual Grammys Award. And Harry Styles has been added to the 2023 Grammy Awards performer lineup. And uh, a lost song by Sir Paul McCartney and the late Jeff Beck has been released. All those stories and more coming up after the break, so don't you go anywhere.
2: From nothing, they know that they telling the truth If they tell you I've been in the trenches, believe them, they telling the truth If they tell you I came from a package of tracks, then they telling the truth If they tell you that I wouldn't have you back, they lie to you If they tell you that I used to same things, then they telling the truth If they tell you I stay with the bang gang, then they telling the truth If they telling you some of the same things, then they are telling the truth if they tell you that I ain't a hundred then they lying to you. Still got the mud on my shoes. They just talk it, I do not through throw it. Where I'm from, they didn't shoot. So you know I don't care about no rumors. Ain't nobody telling me I beat them to it. Eat my cabbage up and number, never to it. Two times, no excuse, I'ma send it for money. I work too hard, so I'm having my way Day after day I'll be in my chatter and there. I took you to the heaven in the day. If you ever wanna know quote code me my currency, currency. you know that money is tight. If they tell you I came up from nothing, they know that they're telling the truth. If they told you I've been in the trenches, believe them, they telling the truth. If they tell you I came from the back of the track, then they're telling the truth. If they tell you that I wouldn't have you back, they to you. If they tell you that I used to slain things, then they're telling the truth. If they tell you I stay with the pain. Someone just playing, change me, they're telling the truth If they tell you that I ain't a hurdle, then they lie to you Getting money, been a mission Sniping the bag, I got a precision Know that all of them niggas got great ambition Using all of our faith and our intuition We beat the odds, we beat the blocks Took them bricks and we built us a squad taking no days off Hours too hard, so I'm having my way Day after day, I be stuck in my chatter and never I took your night hat off in the day if you ever wanna know the code, hey, me my currency, currency. You know that money is tight. If they tell you I came up from nothing, they know that they're telling the truth. If they tell you I've been in the trenches, believe 'em, they're, the they the the they're, the they they they're telling the truth. If they tell you I came from the back of a trap, they're telling the truth. If they tell you that I wouldn't have you back, they you. If they tell you that I used to say things, they're telling the truth. If they tell you I stay with the pain game, they're telling the truth me some of the pain change me they're telling the truth if they tell you that i ain't a hug then they lie to you Tune in to that Entertainment, the number one source of entertainment news and pop culture every Wednesday afternoon with your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, right here on Block Talk Radio.
1: Right now, we got 26 minutes left remaining in the show. That was new music from August Alsina and live to you. All right, before we went to the uh, music break, I was telling you that... Um, that uh, Jafar Jackson has been selected to star in the upcoming Michael J. Biopic, M.J. Biopic, Michael, Deadline has reported that Jackson is the nephew of the late American icon and the son of Jermaine Jackson and will lend his talent to bring John Logan's script to life. Now Jackson, who is now 26, has been singing and dancing since his youth and even released a track. and music video titled Got Me Singing in 2019 which show him dancing, singing, and favoring his uncle. Now, the biopic will explore Michael Jackson's complexity as a man and a musician, including the damaging pedophilia accusations. Famously, Michael Light began with the documented verbal and physical abuse of his late father, Joe Jackson, as he transitioned the family from Gary, Indiana, to global stardom. Now, Jackson's biopic will include bits about the pop star losing out on, on a childhood, becoming a star, and the effects of his youth on his adulthood. Michael is set to be directed by Antoine Foucault for Liongate and produced by Graham King. The producer is responsible for the Freddie Mercury hit movie, Bohemian Rhapsody. Additionally, J.K. Films will handle production responsibilities with Jackson Estate co-executors John Branca and John McClain. MJ's Estate will also provide the Liongate film access to a plethora of the King of Pop's historical catalogs to score at the movie. Bad Boys 4 is officially happening. Franchise star Will Smith and Martin Lawrence share the news on their respective Instagram account on Tuesday, posting the same video that that they each... Caption: It's About That Time. The clip began with Smith recording himself as he drove to Lawrence home, telling viewers from that he was going to provide a hint as to what his big news was before Shake Your Tail Feather by uh, Nelly, Diddy, and Murphy Lee from the Bad Boys 2 soundtrack began playing through the speakers. Upon arriving at the co-star's home, Smith greeted Lawrence, who opened the door and asked with a smile, It's About That Time? Smith held up four fingers, seemingly confirming that the movie would be called Bad Boys, Bad Boys for Life. But Lawrence was quick to remind his friend that the third film was already called Bad Boys for Life. The news comes after Lawrence said in the July 2022 interview with Ebony Magazine that he got one more installment in the pipeline, at least, of the action comedy series. The franchise kicked off with 1995 Bad Boys and has so far produced two sequels alongside Smith. Combined the three films made more than $840 million at the global box office. News of the fourth movie comes after Smith made headlines for slapping Chris Rock in the face at the 2022 Academy Awards back in March of 2022 and according to Ebony uh, Lawrence dismissed speculation that the next Bad Boys was cancelled as a result of the incident. Cardi B has been named a presenter during the 65th Annual Grammy Awards. While the Bodak Yellow Rapper already has a golden trophy in her case, her fellow presenters, Viola Davis, could make history this year with her nomination. The 57-year-old is contender for Best book Narration category for her memoir, Finding Me. With a win, Davis achieves e got status. The Bronx chart Topper and Acclaimed Actress are joined by First Lady Dr. Jill Biden, Actor Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Shania Twain, Olivia Rodrigo, and more on the diverse roster of presenters. Questlove is set to celebrate the 50th anniversary of hip-hop at the 2023 Grammy Awards. The Mass Appeal Power tribute performance announced by the Recording Academy and The Roots Musician on Tuesday, January 31st, will include some of the biggest names from the genre coming together to celebrate hip-hop history, its past, its present, its future. The full list of performers will be announced in the coming days. It was previously reported that Slick Rick, uh, uh, Slickwick alongside Ma Rainey, now Rogers, and the Supreme are among those who will be honored with the Lifetime Achievement Awards. The 2023 Grammys will be broadcast live from Crypto.com Arena in Los Angeles on Sunday, February 5th at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. It can be viewed on CBS and streamed live on, on demand, both on Paramount Plus and live.grammy.com. And Harry Styles has been added to the 2023 Grammy Awards performer lineup. The as it was, hitmaker will perform at the 65th annual award on February 5th, joining the likes of Bad Bunny, Lizzo, and Sam Smith. The announcement was made during the AFC Championship game on Sunday, where the Kansas City Chiefs faced the Cincinnati Bengals to see who would make it to the Super Bowl. The former One Direction member is set to join previous confirmed performers like Bad Bunny, Lizzo, Sam Smith. Mary J. Bly, Brand, Brandi Carlisle, Luke Combs, Steve Lacey, and Kim Petras. It's also rumored that Jay-Z, DJ Khaled, and Adele will take the stage. The gala will be hosted by Trevor Noah and will air live from the Crypto.com Arena in Los Angeles on February 5th. And prior to the telecast, the Grammy premiere ceremony will be broadcast live from the Microsoft Theater at 12.30 p.m. Pacific Time and will be streamed live on live.grammy.com. Now, Harry is nominated for six Grammy Awards this year, including Record of the Year, Song of the Year, Best Pop Solo Performance, and Best Music Video for his hit, As It Was, and Album of the Year, and Best Pop Vocal Album for his latest album, Harry's House. Three-time Grammy winner Lizzo is nominated for five awards, while Bad Bunny is up for three nominations. First-time winner Sam and first-time nominee Kim are up for Best Pop Duo group performers for their duet Unholy. Meanwhile, nine-time Grammy winner Mary J is nominated for six awards, and Randy is nominated in seven categories. Luke is up for three awards and Steve for four. Beyoncé leads the 2023 Grammy nomination with nine nods. Kendrick Lamar is close behind with eight, and Adele and Brandy are tied with seven. Four contenders entered the race with six nominations apiece, Future, Harry, Mary J., DJ Khaled, and Randy Merrill. Less expectably, Mary J. and Abba are both up for Record of the Year and Album of the Year. And a lost song by Sir Paul McCartney and the late Jeff Beck has been released. The Beatle legend discovered the song made for their campaign in support of vegetarianism in 1994 in his archives following the passing of guitar hero Jeff on January 10th at the age of 78. Featured on the Hey Jew hitmaker U.S. radio series Uba Jubu, Uba Jubu. Uh, Almost three decades ago, the unreleased track Seed Environmentalist Jeff asked, why are they cutting down the rainforest? And the Pals share a passion for campaigning for animal rights and saving the planet. The song is available to listen to on McCartney's Meat Free Monday website. Jeff shot to fame as part of the Yardbirds in the 60s. The legendary guitarist replaced Eric Clapton in the group before he teamed up with Sir Rod Stewart to form the Jeff Beck Group. His innovative approach to making music influenced a host of well-known artists during the 60s and beyond, including McCartney and the late Jimi Hendrix. And on the first day of Black History Month, Beyonce has given fans what they've been waiting for, the official Renaissance World Tour. The, uh, today, uh, the queen bee dropped an Instagram post with a new pose on uh, her. Well, a new pose actually of her sitting on top of a glitzy stallion as she dons a matching cowgirl hat and jewel negligee. Renaissance World Tour 2023. The post read with simplicity. Although the phrase, the phrase will be the start of Ticketmaster's wars. Now, soon after B updated her Instagram bio with a link to tour dates, which are still being added and altered, the New York date was edited to New Jersey Met Life Stadium. The international 41 date tour for the record-breaking album inaugurates in Stockholm, Sweden at Friends Arena with only a week break. The U.S. leg of the tour will kick off in Philadelphia at Lincoln Financial Field before ending in New Orleans in September. Other major cities listed are Nashville, Chicago, Boston, Atlanta, Miami, Houston, Las Vegas, Los Angeles, and more. The immediate anticipation for the tour Follows the Parkway Phenomenal, recent Atlantis, the Royal Resort, performance in Dubai on January 21st. And delivering a truly once-in-a-lifetime performance for special invited guests, B took attendees through some of her most timeless hits, although many anticipate to hear Renaissance jams. However, in just four months, fans will be channeling their inner ballroom and disco queen as the Break My Soul star heads toward a city or country near you. The seventh studio album from the Mama 3 has broken records since its release back in July of 2022, Then the musical highlight of the year by Rolling Stone. The album pays homage to black and queer culture and the dance club era. Lotto almost made money off her panties dramas after she trolled her haters by auctioning her worn cheetah print underwear on eBay, earning crazy high bids for them. However, the the bidding war came to a rather disappointing end as the website removed the listing due to health violation and as soon as Lao shared an eBay link to the panties, more than one hundred people placed an offer on the panties. The bid, which started at ninety nine cents quickly climbed up to more than ninety five thousand within an hours. Despite that, eBay decided to take down the post as the, as the uh, auction violates its used clothing policy. And speaking to Inside, the company also shared in a statement that it infringed on the site's health and hygiene guidelines. Lotto's hilarious move arrived after a Twitter account mocked the Raptress for donning the panties with two different outfits. The troll wrote in the caption, can't afford new panties, catching wind of the disc. Lotto sarcastically responded, oh no, it's the panty police. Fans also defended Lotto as they thought that thought the hate was too much. Some others noted it was normal to wear the same panties more than once. Right now we have 15 minutes left remaining in the show. I'm going to go ahead and take another music break, and when I come back, I'm going to give you the last remaining stories of the day. So don't go anywhere.
0: is
2: Vito Beverage. I want to do me, yeah. For me, set the camera up, she want to make a movie. Oh, uh, I can tell it's just me. yeah. No I'm more than liquor when I'm feeling on a body, yeah. Oh, 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 oh no, yeah. I want to show you some things for your eyes only. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I noticed your song really came on. It brought out the freak. Oh yeah yeah, yeah. Better play nice. Bottle cap until the daylight. I will put you on if it feels right. let keep it going till it's no mine. Yeah. Do you mind if I come through. Mind if I touch you? Mind if I mess up your friend too? Pull it up, roll it up. You know it's only good.
1: Was new music from Vito featuring Chris Brown, and do you mind? All right, we got 13 minutes left remaining in the show. And for the last remaining stories of the day, uh, Illinois prosecutors are opting to drop state sex abuse charges against disgraced R&B singer R. Kelly, according to a statement from the Cook County State Attorney's Kim Fox, who cites Kelly's decade-long sentences in his New York and Illinois federal cases as to why the state charges are being dropped. Now, Cook County State Attorney Kim Fox announced that her office is dropping counts of aggravated criminal sexual assault and aggravated uh, sexual abuse charges against Robert Kelly involving four victims. That's what the, the statement read, saying that since Fox office first filed charges against him in 2019, Kelly has uh, also been charged in New York and Illinois' federal courts. Now, uh, Kelly was convicted and sentenced to 30 years in prison in the New York court in June of 2022 and was also convicted of three counts of child pornography and three counts of child enticement in Illinois' federal court in September of 2022. Kelly faces a minimum of attended 90 years in prison in the Illinois federal case. He has not yet been sentenced. One of Kelly alleged victims, LaNita Carter, told the Associated Press she was unhappy with the new development. She said, quote, I have spent nearly 20 years hoping that my abuser would be brought to justice for what he did to me. With today's announcement, all hopes of justice for my case is gone. Justice has been denied for me, unquote. Now, Kelly is currently serving a 30-year sentence in the New York case and won't be eligible for release until he's elderly. On February 23rd, he will be sentenced in Chicago's Federal Court for the charges there. Another sexual misconduct case is still pending in Minnesota. Kelly has maintained his innocence throughout his legal troubles. He has been in custody since 2019. And the 2023 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame ballots is officially out, and two influential names in hip-hop are represented on the list. Missy Elliott and a tribe called Quest are among the 14 nominees that could earn the Distinguished Honor. Uh, this is the Portsmouth, I'm sorry, Portland, Virginia Artist's first time as a nominee, and a noteworthy inaugural selection. As she just became eligible upon her 1997 LP, Super Duper Fly, celebrating its 25th anniversary in 2022, she's also the first female hip-hop artist to be nominated for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Q-Tiff, Jarabi, Ali, and uh, the late... Fifth Dog, returned to the ballot for the second consecutive year after falling short of being inducted in 2022. If selected, Elliot and the the, uh, tribe called Quest will be joined fellow hip-hop legends who are already in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, such as 2022 inductees Eminem, Run DMC, The Beastie Boys, Jay-Z, LL Cool J, Public Enemy, The Notorious B.I.G., Tupac, and Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five. The other 2023 uh, nominees include Kate Bush, Sheryl Crow, Iron Maiden, Joy Division, New Order, Cindy Lauper, Willie Nelson, Rage Against the Machine, Soundgarden, The Spinners, The White Strips, and Warren Zevon. Eight of the 14 were on previous ballots and hope to be part of the official selection come May. And my girl, Money Long, is still capitalizing off of her infectious ballot, Hour and Hours, as the viral hit has been transformed into a sultry, get this, Spanish tune as part of Long's new Spotify singles package. It's going to be called Horas y Horas, revamped by Grammy-winning production duo the Alvila Brothers, beginning with the R&B phenom, asking, pero tu canta en español, this translated to the encounter opener, But Can I Sing to You in Spanish? In addition to the alternative ver- ver- variation of Hours and Hours, Long also reimagined the Carpenters 1971 classic Superstar. After garnering over 144 million streams on Spotify and taking the world, including TikTok by storm, Hours and Hours has been nominated for both Best R&B Song and Best R&B Performance in the 2023 Grammy Awards. The rebranded star is also up for Best New Artist. Congratulations! Money long! Yes! And Nickelodeon Kids' Choice Awards 2023 is getting closer. Ahead of this year's ceremony, Nickelodeon has revealed the nominees list, and among those who dominate the list are Taylor Swift, Harry Styles, and Lizzo. The anti-hero hitmaker is nominated in five categories, Favorite song for Bejeweled and Anti-Hero. Favorite album for Midnight, 3 a.m. edition. Favorite female artist and favorite global music star, North America. Harry follows with four nods, including favorite album for Harry's house, favorite song for As It Was, favorite male artist, and favorite global music star. Lizzo, meanwhile, is up for three categories, favorite album for special, favorite female artist, and favorite song for About Damn Time. Also earning three nominations is Beyonce Knows. Queen Bee is up for favorite song for Break My Soul, favorite album, Renaissance, and, fam- and favorite female artists. Adele, Billie Eilish, Lady Gaga, Rihanna are all vying for a female f- favorite female artist. while Justin Bieber, Post Malone, The Weeknd, and Ed Sheeran are up for favorite male artists. On the favorite group side of things, Five Seconds of Summers, uh, Black Peas, BTS, Imagine Dragon, One Republic, and Black Paint are competing for favorite music group. And speaking of Black Paint, they are also up for favorite global music star. Dove Cameron, Nikki Yori, Lauren Spencer-Smith, and Gail are up for favorite breakout artists. Some music stars are competing in other fields. Olivia Rodrigo is nominated for favorite female TV star. For her role in Nini in uh, High School Musical, the musical, the series, Selena Gomez is nominated for favorite voice from an animated movie. For her role as Mavis in Hotel Transylvania, Transformania. And in the television category, Stranger Things lead the pack with six nominations followed by That Girl Lele, High School Musical The Musical, The Series, and The Fairy Odd Parents Fairly Odder with four nominations each. As for film categories, Avatar The Way of Water, Black Adam, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, Hocus Pocus 2, Jurassic World Domin- Domin- Dominion, Uh, Monster High, the movie, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, and Top Gun Maverick are battling for favorite movie. Mm -hmm. Well, that is going to do it for me for this week. Tune in next time when we do it all over again. And also, make sure you tune in for my annual Valentine's Day show where I celebrate Lover's Holiday where you can just sit back and relax and enjoy the smooth sounds of R&B music for some of my favorite R&B artists. So make sure you tune for that, and I'll keep you posted on the time and date of that show. And uh, that's going to do it for me this week. Uh, Make sure you guys uh, have a great week. Make sure you stay safe. And uh, tune in next time when we do it all over again. You've been listening to That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs. Have a great week. Make sure you stay safe and bundle up. I don't hear in the Northeast, especially in the Northeast region, New York, New Jersey, Maine, and We're going to be in a deep freeze this weekend. Uh, I, think, um, I think Friday high, uh, low is going to be like minus 7. Saturday's low is going to be minus 8. Woo! See, we've been we've been spoiled because we've been having a lot of warm winters, but now that's uh that's all that's about to be over with. So make sure you stay warm this weekend. And um I'll talk to you again next time. Take care.